make sure I hit the right button. But uh, welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. I don't know. Guest star just hates on you, like in the first few seconds every time. But they yeah, really it really do. But welcome back, y'all. Uh, it took a small break, but we had to like iron our new iron out a new schedule because uh, Jay got a new job. Um, so congrats first off, and also Doc, thank you for the raid and welcome in everybody. If this is your first time here. <laughs> Welcome to the embassy. Um, my name's M. Uh, I go by M, but you can call me Muse too. That's fine. If you've just met me, I understand why. Um, but yeah, variety JRPG streamer and podcaster. So tonight we're doing our embassy talks podcast. Um, so I guess to start with the first church announcement, this is going to be our new night for the podcast. Um, because of Jay's schedule. Uh, <laughs> um, not 32 notifications. Oh my gosh. Who who knew that who knew that Doc was going to raid? Oh my gosh. Who would have thunk so it? Doc, go eat, please. Um <laughs> I know you hungry. But um so yeah, so this is our this is our new schedule right now. So I guess it's gonna be around the six ish, seven ish mark. Um, but we're ironing out the time like uh, as we go along, but yeah, Monday nights, embassy talks and shenanigans the rest of the week. Um, so that's the first and foremost, most important church announcement for tonight. Um, and all right, we just want to get that out of the way, but yeah, how are you, Jake? <laughs> I am good. Like M said, I got a new job, so happy about that out that other place. <laughs> but right like new job who this <laughs> but no uh but it's i've been good uh been outside so yeah uh anybody in discord knows we we're outside with our with a special guest over the weekend um got to give them the atlanta treatment uh <laughs> but what is going on? Still March 25th. Uh, anybody in the, going to be in the New York area or is in the New York area? Uh, if they're interested or want to learn more about uh, about kink, BDSM, everything like that, just hit me up and I can give you party details because the party is still, I'm still co-hosting the party. Um, March again, March 25th at a Black-owned dungeon. So that's dope. Um, so I have that going on and then probably another one in June. <laughs> so <laughs> booked and busy. Um, so it's like, yep, that's going on. And I don't think anything else. Yeah. I think that's it, like parties and going to events at this point right now. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> super black owned. No, that's funny though. But oh, but and I did get some really, some really dope uh, avatar themed stuff. So I was like, yeah, which I love because they're so cool. But um, yeah, if you want to learn, anybody like, sorry, I just drank a whole bunch of water. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, if anybody like wants to learn more or anything like that, just hit me up on instagram still under jdp dragon uh yeah for the party info or just questions in general uh yeah so yeah what about you how have you been 
uh been good i've also been outside for different reasons which we all found out eventually eventually um but yeah been outside but um yeah been good been been busy so been kind of like fine-tuning content stuff so um i actually made a content calendar for myself yay um which i'm not sharing publicly because like that's public pressure and that like I, I realized when I started making stream schedules and then I started feeling bad because I got really tired. Um, I just wanted to cancel. So I was like, I'm not doing that, but I'm making a calendar for myself to keep myself accountable. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, expect more consistent content um, on all platforms, on literally all platforms. I got something for like every day of the week. So uh, also um, we we are 400 strong on YouTube. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who has subbed to me so far. Um, I do have, I mean, I want to get a YouTube partner this calendar year, but I do have a shorter term goal of like, I'd like to get a thousand subscribers by the end of summer. So I guess that's technically end of August. So yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just expect more content on all platforms. Like I've been pretty consistent on uh, Instagram and TikTok because I've had help with that i'm gonna start posting on twitter as well been posting on youtube every week so i uh, got a youtube video out um coming out later this week and i got i'm gonna start posting a few more shorts um as well um let's see no no other events though no like stream team events that i know of right now i think we we did we had the heart month for february which was uh which went really well so thank y'all again for contributing to the american heart association um and yeah if there's anything else that comes up i'll let y'all know um i think we're just like like going along doing our own thing i might there might be features and whatnot uh coming down the pipeline but that's gonna be after march um it ain't, ain't gonna be next month it'll be it'll be month after but yeah um but might be other features and stuff like collabs basically um so stay tuned for that um so yeah biggest thing monday's our new podcast day and i'll just be more consistent streaming wise yeah i got ghosts i actually got content ghosts this year last year was like a little loose and this year i was like oh okay yeah i kind of want to like do stuff now so um all right i think we like kind of just covered all the church announcements so uh, let's get started with the docket. Uh, so, oh yeah, did something a little bit different, um, with the format as well. So instead of, I mean, we're still going to have the things for the topics, but we, we have big topics and now we have subtopics. So the subtopics is usually what we talk about and the big topics is just like, you know, what's under. So first off we got, oh no, did I not add it? Oh, dang it. That is that is on me. So close. The DNA stream. So close. <laughs> Just gotta do it on um manually. First off, we got our news beat. Um so um first off, first off, first off. Yeah, I didn't edit. Wow. Um so first up we got uh State of the Union, which was a few weeks ago now. Um it, it was there. It was there. It was it, to me and reading the cliff notes. I'll be real. I didn't watch it. I can't remember if I was asleep or just like watching something else. I didn't watch it though. 
Um, but uh, to me, reading from reading the cliff notes, um, it wasn't anything like extraordinary. So it's it it was, it was. Um, inflation is still a thing, and eggs are still thirteen dollars. So, you know, the little things we care about, I feel like weren't addressed. But yeah, um, but yeah, mostly boilerplate language, yada yada. Uh, it, there was an appeal for unity in tackling the debt ceiling, which I think they extended the deadline to this summer, or they have until later this summer to figure out whether or not they're going to default. Um, on the debt ceiling, um. And Biden also called for reforms on social media companies with a focus on data, privacy, kit safety, and competition in digital markets, which is actually something of interesting to note. Um, I think the data privacy and kit safety um, is um, it's a really big thing. And then competition in digital markets is also big because right now we're kind of ruled by the big, the big uh, four, uh, if you don't count like live streaming, because um, I don't know how much of a splash Twitch makes. Um, but since Twitch is owned by Amazon, I mean, yeah. Um, but the big four being Twitter, Facebook, which is Meta, Instagram, which is owned by Meta, so it's still a big three. Um, but uh, Twitter, Meta, um, which is Facebook and Instagram, and YouTube. Um, so calling for competition in digital markets is actually kind of interesting because especially with these changes proposed by Twitter... Uh, within the last week um, where it's like turning into pay for play. I think Meta introduced something like a couple of days ago as well. So um, I think that call for competition might be, might be a little bit interesting, but it might be a little too little too late because it already feels like it's a monopoly. Is like, if you're not on any of those platforms and what does it even matter if you're trying to do the nano to micro to influence their track line or if you're trying to keep up with like majority of everybody else so it is one of those like it might be a little too late for that but we'll see um so biden also called on no i'll do this last i'll do this uh bullet and then stop uh, but biden also called on congress to pass legislation that would give public school teachers a raise and allow americans better access to preschool Wonder how much that raise would be, because anything like less than ten percent, I think, would be marginal. But anyway, thoughts on the first part? Uh, <clears throat> so definitely, especially on the social media, that's very, especially as of this week, real big. Uh, since Twitter decided that they want to, when they're trying to focus on data privacy, and Twitter's deciding to put it behind a paywall to have two-factor notification, yeah, uh, two-factor uh, not notifications but authentication. Authentication, thank you. Um, yeah, because that's they're like, hey, 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 you don't get to be protected. You gotta pay for this. Like that's that's very, yeah. You can technically still be protected with Authy, with like basically a third party authenticator app, but having the in house app being behind a paywall is just, yeah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. That's pretty damn dark. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> I was like, I was that that one. I was trying, I'm trying to push y'all. But that one just came out. But yeah, I was like, that's uh, <laughs> um, yeah, especially because Biden's like, hey, we need to um, focus on these things because one, privacy in itself is a big deal on um, on the internet in general. 
uh, people stealing your IP addresses and like uh, coming into your systems and then also people taking over accounts, people taking your information, the leaks and things like that. Uh, and then now we're even having to where they're cracking down on certain sites like how in, um, what did I say, Louisiana, how like now you have to verify your age. Uh, Are you talking about the AI thing? I was I saw the AI one. Yeah. Not sure about, not sure about the other one. Uh, cute. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting that like that he spoke on that. Y'all are funny. Um, <laughs> he spoke on that, and then a couple weeks later, um, Twitter does something like that. We're like, hey, put a paywall behind it. So yeah, it's something that can benefit your users that should not. That's on like literally almost every site even just regular sites, sometimes even your bank account, they can have two-factor mm -hmm. authentication. And you're like, hey, but you have to pay for this service. That's really stupid. Um, as far as the rest of the State Union, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it a book. I really forgot about the rest of it. <laughs> and sometimes, like, they're interesting to watch because you just want to kind of see and be informed. And the other times you get the cliff notes and like, okay, yeah, like, I'll read yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah is that they just sometimes yeah the government the, it, it's yeah they just be governmenting mm -hmm. <laughs> and you just like uh, this i'll read about it and i'll i'll i don't have to sit there and watch the whole thing and yeah i can just read yeah the notes on it <laughs> um okay and then the other i guess high points if you want to call it that so biden did seem to get ripped or seem to get Republicans to agree on not touching Social Security and Medicaid funds uh, when they look to cut spending. So there's still a chance for us to have something by the time we're, we're at that age. Um, or, you know, now if uh, people need Medicaid uh, or Medicare, rather, if they need it now. But um, it, it might be something in there for us millennials. I can't speak for Gen Z. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Work in progress. Might be okay. Yeah. Um, and then he also confirmed he was running again. So I guess Dr. Jill, uh, said, yeah, whatever, sure. Um, and, uh, is also, he also did get booed and heckled by mainly Freedom Caucus members, um, which is like an interesting note because I think, um, political analysts were saying like, this is like a fairly recent thing that has started happening since the days of Obama. I don't know if Clinton was ever heckled. Um, Democrats be all be all about that decorum, so I guess they didn't heckle Bush. Um, so I guess just since the 2010s, we can say 2010s, he got elected in 2008. So, um, so I guess the 2010s is just like a newer thing, but it's one of those like, it's one of those like it, it, it's kind of like it is what it is to us but i guess uh some people or people who have been around like longer it's like uh don't like the direction this is going but it's just like well you know these are the same people we sat in class with and 
And I was like, yeah, they're going to be so assholes in Congress one day. I mean, they were already ha- assholes in Congress, but I was like, they're, they're more open about it now. So, um, yeah. So those were the rest of the high points of the State of the Union. Um, like I said, it was just, it was, it was just like, eh. it was there. Um, anything on that before we move on to uh the other stuff but uh anything on anything else on that right i just want to say that joe biden has been the past couple weeks he's been trying to put in that work i've been noticing he's trying to get like literally everything under the sun passed right now um Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been like like, okay uncle joe okay uncle joey cool cool (laughs) i want to get this and i want to get this done i want to get this it's like uh, all right all right all right cool cool Cool. (laughs) I'm like, he, he, he'd been out in the streets. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. And then also him running again is, I'm sorry if y'all hear my dog's barking. Um, Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Usually by now they'd be quiet, but uh, apparently somebody's outside. Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm not surprised he's running again, but also he's checking my camera sorry um but also he's old so i mean so is a lot of people in there diane feinstein just says she was stepping down everything good sorry about that y'all somebody walked through my yard i'm like mm-hmm. they went the other way but they came from the side of my house mm. okay um sorry um <laughs> That's why my dogs are, I was like, they're still barking. They shouldn't still be barking. Um, okay. Yeah, that's protect yourself. That's why you have things like that, animals and camera and security cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's old. And I like, yes, run, but also <laughs> you're old. And I mean, I mean. I yeah, it's one of those it's, like I'm not that surprised considering like I said yeah. Pelosi just stepped down Feinstein just said she wasn't running again and she's like 90 um if not 100 she's old but yeah er, er, like a lot and, of people in there are old like we're just now electing millennials and too. Gen Z's yeah yeah like I we need another like Obama type where it was somebody coming in on the younger end of it where ain't gonna they ain't gonna let that happen <laughs> not again like they're like they don't care who it is they're like it could be a man it could be a woman they could be white they could be black it ain't gonna happen again we ain't getting no young one in it no but it's like y'all should because yeah <laughs> uh that's how but hey jill said he can run so he can run <laughs> so yeah yeah um but yeah, like I said, it was just like it was there. It was there. Um they don't have a choice in two years. They had to all they all have to age out. I mean we say I feel like we say that every ten years, and yet Mitch McConnell is still there. Um but also oh wait, no, he said he was uh leaving too. Um because he lost uh or no, he didn't he didn't lose the election, obviously, but he what did he say? Something, something. Oh, he said if he didn't get majority leader and he didn't. That's what it was. Um anyway. Uh I don't know. There's something like politicians they it like it ages you, but also you tend to live like 
a lot longer than average. Uh, unless you're you just get sick, but yeah. Um, if you're relatively healthy, you you like live a very long time and can keep running and keep running because we don't have term limits except for presidents. Um, and there's no cap on like uh if whether or not you're too old to be president. We don't have a cap. We just have an age. It's just yeah, it was like yeah. A, and you have to just be of sound mind. Pretty it, much you can't be seen old and see. Senile. You can be old, you just can't be senile. I feel like that senile thing is uh, subjective, though. Very, <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah. It's like it wasn't. It, clearly, it wasn't well defined. Okay, neither here nor there. Moving on. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right. So this one, slight. I don't want to call it bummer, but slight. Uh, bad news um so ohio the ohio train derail mix uh, explosion is the latest and serious indu- industrial u.s accident and reveals consequences of deregulation since i put 2016 but really i should put like 20 well um so the latest what happened in ohio was that a train carrying hazardous chemicals derailed in east palestine ohio and ignited a fire authorities issued evacuations and implemented a, con- a controlled release of the chemicals because and i put that in quotes because it's like control release implied that they just blew it up and and while it was control and like the fire itself didn't spread the chemicals clearly because when you cause a chemical reaction through heat it um goes through the air if it's not contained in a sealed area it's gonna just spread through the air so it was controlled in the sense like yeah the fire didn't spread through um east palestine but the uh chemicals did so yeah um so and that's the quotes around controlled but uh, it resulted in contaminated air and water and air, obviously. Uh, it poisoned poultry and fish. So people who had chicken farms, they basically woke up one morning and most, if not all, their chickens were dead. Same thing with fish in the uh, lakes and rivers in that area. Um, people were uh, seeing dead fish starting to rise up. Um, it was also killing people's pets too, um, just like um, household pets like dogs and cats. So um but they did like i said they did evacuate order order an evacuation for east palestine um but it's one of those things of like even though there was an order evacuation like that is going to have an effect that lasts for decades it's an it's basically a contained chernobyl in the sense that like it might not spread all over the country but it's that region is gonna suffer for like years to come because of that. Um, but other similar incidents have actually happened in Texas, Georgia, West Virginia, I think uh, Pennsylvania, um, I think one of the Carolinas as well. So, so it's it's happened in multiple areas, and it's been happening. It's been happening for years, probably even before 2012. But deregulation started around 2010, 2012, and people just keep kept deregulating. Uh, um the safety measures for um carrying hazardous materials and like the the freights carrying hazardous materials so it it was one of those things like now we're seeing the consequences of it and it's like it this wasn't the only accident that happened like within the past month either it's just it's just kind of like the biggest one um that finally got covered uh on the national news like this past week so uh thoughts on that though 
Um, so one, there's going to be a lot of legal action taken because I know that, right, well, a couple things. One, they've already set up to where they have, um, they're setting up like clinics because people are, because of the result, are getting sick. Mm -hmm. um, and they're like, oh, like when they said that they, especially on the water and when they said that they burned off the chemicals, but there are, there are videos that are coming out like continuously where they're showing the pollution that's still in the water where like, usually when you put oil and things like and water and how it gives that see kind of like, like a rainbow effect on top um you can just see that they're like you can't even see the bottom of the water like it's just it's been completely contaminated um, right so more of those are coming out into where they're like oh yeah and again this is going to be for years to come because it's in the soil at this point like it's it's in the atmosphere it's there um the attorney general for ohio they said they're they're going to go ahead and they're uh, going to proceed with um taking legal actions against Norfolk, Norfolk Southern, yes. the company. Um, and then also people are going to start piling in to where they're going to start doing the um, filing their own separate lawsuits. So that company basically, remember like back in the day with BP and the oil spill, yeah, see a lot of commercials. Yeah. The CEO or whatever, it's already come and like, oh, I'm here for you guys and all that. So they're going to do the whole press tour to where I'm here for you and I'm so sorry this happened. Yeah, you have to say that publicly. Yeah. Like we already know it's this it's a song and dance at this point. Um but if anybody's seen like movie wise, if you've seen Aaron Brockovich, like that's the equivalent of what's about to go down. These people are gonna come out the they're they're gonna get sued. <laughs> um not only by because a lot of times people will individually sue, sue as group, sue as companies. Um, if people have businesses, they can sue. So it's going to be a lot of money. They're going to lose a lot of revenue because most of the time they won't make it to the point to where they'll try to disprove it because it's a known thing. So it's going to be probably boiled down to more just settlements, mm -hmm. which they're going to pay out in millions and millions. Right. So, and it sucks for the people who like live in the area who now this is kind of ruined their own environment. Right. So, yeah. Um, and another thing I saw today apparently was that Norfolk Southern has so far put up um, paying the residents $1,000 each. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not enough. But I mean, yeah. I hope they never, I hope when they gave them that money, I hope nobody signed anything. Yeah. They're quick to give you a piece of paper and be like, hey, so we'll pay you this. And then like a lot of times this comes with a stipulation. If you have to sign something, be like, oh, so this so that way you can't come back and sue us because right. we were covering this cost for you. We did this and we like, mm-mm, I ain't nah. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, they're definitely they're definitely gonna get sued. I don't think I mean, like I said, they offer a thousand dollars to each uh resident uh in that zip code area, but I wouldn't take that. I, I would wait till a bigger settlement um, is there and like individually sue. But because especially like you said, how people who have like farms and like, mm -hmm. like all their chickens are dead. <clears throat> so not only are do they have to replace their life. Oh, I have to check in oh, the grounds on to still live uh, like if it's not suitable for them to live that means that they have to somehow move their 
or um, farm locations, if that's not possible, that means they're going to lose revenue. So you have multiple things that you're going to end up having to pay for. It's not going to be like, oh, my 50 chickens are dead. So you got to pay 50 more chickens. Like, no, it's it's a slew of things. It's not yeah. Because it's, it's immediate loss of income, but loss of future income, too. And they get, like you said, they got to find an area. But like, because, like I said, the spread of it is going to sp- spread, for lack of a better word. But it's going to spread to other parts of Ohio. It's not just contained in East Palestine. It's like other parts of Ohio, parts of Pennsylvania that's right next to it. Um, and like surrounding areas. So it's going to be kind of hard to find a spot that's not like affected. Yep. And then watch like years to come, people are going to pop up with like cancer and things like that yep. as a direct result because of those chemicals. <laughs> like those, those are the type of chemicals that cause cancer in, in certain environments when people like live right. close to like certain, like that's why when people soup like are living close to power uh, and different um, plant factors and things like that. Like that's why, because you can't control certain things. And even though it doesn't harm you at the exact moment, it shows up later yeah like that's why like even now when you go to like nagasaki hiroshima why like there are still effects to this day Mm -hmm. from the atomic bomb yep like it's that's how it happens so it's not just in a yes there's an immediate thing but then also things that happen decades later yep so um yeah i gotta say that's kind of that's, that was kind of a fail on uh Department of Transportation. But like I said, it's not just our current administration. Like I said, it was like years and years of deregulation that like this happened. So it's not it wasn't that the administration decided to set off all these um derailments and um contained fires and spills. It's it's just been it's a consequence of like trying to deregulate for the quickest buck uh over the past decade if not longer honestly so um but we shall see um it's definitely gonna be well it it's probably like on its way out of the news cycle um national news cycle but i'm sure people are still gonna keep an eye on it um you know uh as the months and years come especially with that settlement from norfolk southern so uh hopefully this won't be the last that we talk about it so um yes <laughs> all right next up uh new segment is basically still twitch watch but uh let's see if it'll pop up here it does um but i rebranded it to creator hub because we 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 ventured from twitch into talking about other creator uh content creator stuff so um creator hub uh news right now so for Twitch, uh, we actually got quite a few updates. Um, not just because we've been off, but because they've been pushing out a lot of updates. So, um, so t- I call it TwitchCon Euro. Um, but the TwitchCon that's in Europe, um, that's typically in Europe, uh, is going to be in Paris this year, July 8th through 9th. And then TwitchCon North America will actually be in Vegas, October 20th through 22nd. Um, and it was interesting because Twitch is still trying to hire several TwitchCon producers for north america and paris including a director of events which uh oversees all twitchcon related things which is like interesting because it's almost the end of february um i was like i thought you already had a director um but i i mean i understand it's a machine it's, it probably won't fall flat on his face 
But also, I was like, oh, are kind of late for hiring for the bigger, important roles here. But, you know. Um, so TwitchCon Las Vegas, which I'm, I feel like most of us are, would be interested in, um, it'll, it'll be held at the north end of the Las Vegas Strip at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Uh, the WWY Music Festival will also be held at the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Festival Grounds around the same time. And it's just on the other side of a couple of hotels. Um, and the resorts world is booked out already. Yeah, people are, yeah, they already bought their tickets. Um... Yeah, so that that's the TwitchCon news. Um, I still don't know if I'm going this year. I mean, I I would like to go. I feel like I have a more flexible schedule, so hopefully I'll be able to go. Um, if I do go, it'll more likely be the Vegas one, like eight through night. Mm-hmm. I might slide through mm-hmm. because Comic Con is not the same weekend this time. Oh, yeah. I could slide through. Y'all come out here, I'll hang out, not going to TwitchCon though. Bet. I mean, we yeah. might not either, depending on what they do throughout the year. Right. <laughs> we just might be <laughs> But um also what's up, Mike? Uh but yeah, so um I feel I feel things might be a little more flexible this year, fingers crossed. So hopefully I'll be able to make it. Um if I do go, it'll more likely be the Vegas one. Um let's see. Uh, and I guess uh, more to come on that. That's that's the biggest news for TwitchCon right now. Um, next up, we got tagging creators, and your title is starting to roll out, so you can tag. Oh, I should have tagged you. Damn, <laughs> missed opportunity. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that now. I think I I don't know if it's rolled out as like a beta test to only a small number of creators, but I think it it should be released to a lot of people at this point. But okay, missed opportunity. I'll do that next week. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you can tag creators in your title. Um, yeah, I was like, on my end, that's why y'all got the notification because they asked me, like, you want to notify your people that you're live on this channel? I was like, yeah. Oh, so it does it like on on guest star, I guess, yep. like through so, guest star. Yep, through through guest star. When you went live, it notified as if I went live, but showing oh. that went on with you. Oh, okay. So, yeah. When Doc was like, "You got, he got fifty million. <laughs> 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 if I went live, <laughs> oh, yeah, so it showed live. both of us yeah. going live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, hey, she's live here. <laughs> nice. Okay, good to know. So if you if you don't use guest star, I guess uh, you can still tag creators, and if you do, well, the notification goes out. But I mean, I guess it'd still be nice to have it in your title. So. Yeah, because if like say you don't use guest star, yeah, that'd be a good way to be like, hey, no, like this is who I'm with. Instead of just typing their name out, like you can actually, yeah, it's good to tag them so that way people can go be like, oh, I can, follow. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so, so this is some interesting tea. So Twitch's front page carousel is getting media heat for inf- for allegedly inflating view counts. Um, broader discussion than just the Crown Channel, though, front page carousel placement is a significant driver of the brand's KPI success on Twitter. And, oh, there's the link. There we go. Um, it's Bloomberg, so it might be paywalled, unfortunately. But, uh, why did I do that? Um, let me try it that way. There we go. Um, Bloomberg, so... 
unfortunately might be paywall because it was when I tried it last week. So, but it's still just like kind of interesting. Um, maybe if, I think if you do it through incognito mode, you don't have to pay for it. But don't quote me on that. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but article to back it up. Basically, I need to cover our ass because, like, no, we didn't just pull this out of thin air. Um, so yeah, skin some heat for allegedly inflating view counts, which makes sense. I ain't gonna hold you because it's like when you go on that carousel, like, like say we sit, say for example, we're sitting at like I don't know ten fifteen right now, right? So if we were on the carousel and sometimes sometimes it doesn't hit. Sometimes people still sit there with like. At, at most 300 um but i've seen people go on there who average who average about 90 to say 120 uh on a regular day they go in there and it shoots up to like 12,000 um 12 13,000 yeah yeah which is why the front page carousel is such a coveted thing for activation months yeah yeah I just hate the fact the carousel in, in itself just because once again it's Black History Month and like they moved yes they bumped it up like they moved it up in position mm-hmm. but it's like you would think that the main carousel would still feature more you would think but, yeah Thing. But speaking of Black uh, History Month and, brought, and the Black Brilliant Shelf, um, so apparently it's only vis- visible on the front page if you live in the United States and not Canada. Um, which Canada also celebrates Black History Month in February. Um, and there were Canadians that Twitch included in the campaign this year. But the Black Brilliant Shelf isn't available in Canada. At least as of last week. Now, if they change it this week, then my, then you know. But as of last week, they they did not. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But also, like a lot, a lot of creators were saying, like Black History Month has been kind of quiet this year, just generally. It has. It's been more. Actually, I'm going through my like oh, right now. It's actually a lot of brown faces that I see. Oh, good job. That's good. I stand corrected <laughs> this time, <laughs> this time. Um, so I'm like, oh, that's like, they're black too. And they're black and they're black. I keep just like funneling through. I'm like, oh, they're all black. Cool. There's like one that's not. That's pretty dope. Okay. Yes. Good job for once. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's been fairly quiet all around. Like, it's one of those, like, not, I'm not necessarily, I'm, I don't know. I just have, I've, I've been working on other stuff. So it's one of those, like, well, if they do it, great. If they don't, eh. I can't expect much out of corporations. Um, yeah. Outside of the usual virtues, virtue signaling. So it's like, I mean, I can, but I just, I feel like I just be setting myself up for disappointment. Um, like you know the people the people who are for us can only do so much because it's not like they're the director of twitch so um but that's all but it's been quiet but at the same time it's like eh, 
that might not be necessarily bad because it's like it doesn't feel like it's a whole pander season um where it's like you know all these people wanting to work with you um uh, supposedly and then you don't hear anything back um for weeks on end so you know it's not like uh just a flood of empty promises so there's that at least also true white y'all yeah uh also it makes sense though about the placement in the carousel just kind of like how when they came out with um is it tiktok the one they're like they choose who kind of goes viral yeah same thing yeah it's like a this was behind closed doors we all knew but then for y'all to like really be like yes it's like really thanks thank you (laughs) we knew yeah thanks for saying it because now one said it's now the rest of them gotta be like yeah <laughs> but um but yeah it's one of those like yeah at this point it is what it is like i said i can't i can't expect corporations to uh bend over backwards for us um at this point so um next up okay so twitch has released the viewer engagement panel to all streamers so um your engagement panel so basically like you can check your uh that's where you can check your analytics that's where you can check recommendations for like what you can stream based on how your streams performance did um in previous streams uh for that time period um so just like more analytics stuff on the back end that uh you guys could probably use to kind of pinpoint um what you could improve on um i always say like the analytics thing I take with grain of salt, which is like, well, it could just be a slow day or if there's a trend, then maybe try to tweak something. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's one of those things of like, obviously don't put all, all your feelings and your, um, thinking into like the analytics define you. Cause, uh, yeah. we, we know, we already know it's like analytics don't necessarily define you like companies want them to define you um it's just that they're they're a metric to see you know how your brand's getting out there per se how many people are like seeing your brand but it's not it doesn't necessarily define you as a streamer whether you're good or bad i'll put it that way um and you know analytics are just like just a measurable threshold that uh people like twitch and youtube can use to give you money um that's really it once you think about it that way you can kind of relax about it um but i will say once again that that average three the average 75 jump is a huge jump uh unless you just tap into the right game in the right community at the right time but there's a way to do it but it's just one of those like that's a huge jump uh i feel like that does weigh on creators a lot if they're if they're thinking if they got affiliate then next step next step is twitch partner and then it's a whole we could have a whole deep dive on that that we've had before um but yeah uh but at least the viewer engagement panel is there so you guys can see like how uh what all you're doing and how your analytics are and then finally twitch is testing raise on twitch mobile so you can raid out via twitch mobile on your phone 
Um, not everybody, Ooh. but they're testing it out to select streamers right now. Uh, and that was like a few hours ago, actually. So it's like we got first access to that news outside of uh, Zach. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, as of today, starting to test uh, raids on Twitch Mobile. I don't know if I got it on my app. I'm about to check real quick. Um, and my channel. Oh, I guess it would be in the. Ew. Okay, let's try it that way. Switch to creator mode. No, I don't think I have it on mine. I don't see it there. That'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious if I did. I'm like, as if I stream all the time. Like, <laughs> 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 turn it back into creator mode. Um, oh, you can flip it back and forth. It should say watch and create or something like that on the top right. Yeah. First of all, I love the. I haven't done this in a minute. It looks so much nicer. Okay. Yeah, it's been updating. Go ahead, Twitch. Look at y'all. Oh, no, my thing has a little. It has a raids thing. What? Edit stream info. Yeah, Albert, it's it looks like this. Move my mic, y'all. Hold on. Oh. Can you see? We a switch, but I saw the button there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'll focus a little. There it goes. There we go. Yeah, that's the raid button. Cool. Correct. I get a lot of features that I don't use. Like like before Guest Star came out for everybody else, I got the email and it's like, hey, you've been chosen to use Guest Star. And I was like, cool. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> got a service. And everything. like, how did you like using it? I did it. Day. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So raise are on Twitch Mobile now for select users like Jade, who gets every <laughs> beta test apparently. Um, <laughs> but um, all right. So that is that is it for Twitch news as of now. So on the YouTube side, the CEO Susan Wojcicki, Wojcicki, Susan stepping down. Um. <laughs> Uh, but she she's been at YouTube for I think about I don't want to inflate it, but it feels like ten years. I feel like it was about ten years, but uh, she's been there for a while. She actually advocated for the um, YouTube partner creator split to be fifty five to forty five, where um, creators get fifty five percent, which is more than I can say with that Twitch did for affiliate. But you know, uh, um but it is what it is but she actually advocated for that and also was behind other decisions like removing the um number of dislikes uh that you can see on the front end of youtube um and just like a lot of other creator stuff that's been coming out recently with the community post um with uh and like later giving access to creators with uh or to all creators and not just creators with 500 subscribers and over um 
working out the uh, copyright feature uh, for the music so that um, it's not just like random. I mean, you still kind of get the random strikes, um, but it's uh, more standardized processes now this time around now. Um, and you can uh, expanding out the YouTube music library. So, um, yeah, she she helped like push a lot of that. So um, for better or for worse, whether, however you feel about YouTube, because it's not perfect. It obviously has a, its flaws, but um, it is a pretty well or machine. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and so the new head at YouTube chosen will be Neil Mohan. And I know nothing about him, but rumor has it he's very big into um, uh, Web3. Is that what it's called? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Web3 uh, and, exactly and the <laughs> NFTs and blockchain. That's that's what the rumor mill is saying. So now I'm just like, I just started on YouTube. I actually really like it, though. Please don't turn it into NFT mess. <laughs> But um, that's that's what the rumor mill has. Hopefully, again, YouTube is a pretty well-oiled machine, so hopefully, it's well-oiled enough to withstand um someone fascinated by those things. If it is true, now if it's not true, then great. Um, just like keep it moving. But if it is true, hopefully, it's uh stood up enough that like he won't tank it. Like other, yeah, I will CEOs. say at least he actually has knowledge though and background with YouTube because I'm looking at his LinkedIn right now. <laughs> um, and he's been working with YouTube since 2015. Yeah, in a capacity. So I was like, oh, you've been with him for seven years. And yeah, board of director of like multiple different uh, other companies. And okay, lots of different companies. It seems a lot of overlapping that's weird hmm. um but yeah so hopefully ho- hopefully he, hopefully hopefully he <laughs> hopefully i i'm not too too nervous like i said it was like kind of a rumor mill thing that i saw on twitter but it was like it wasn't verified i would say so um it's one of those if it is true hopefully he doesn't take it if it's not true great so, but I mean, he since he has like years of experience at YouTube, I'm not too worried. Um, it's not like Elon. Um, correct. Yeah, but we don't really have anything for the creator deep dive. Uh, I might have something next week. Yeah, we just can't. It's been chill. It's been chill, and we just we're just like coming back. So like. I just kind of wanted to do the updates of uh, what's been going on. Um, man, we might start doing creator deep dives like next week. Um, and streamer Twitter has been, uh, I mean, it's been interesting, but I, I, I keep to one, my small tiny island of streamer Twitter and just leave it at <laughs> that. So if there's any other streamer Twitter drama going on, I don't know about it right now. Um, Oh, outside of the soft giving thing, um, the so soft giving was a company that uh, partnered with a lot of streamers to do charities and yeah, yeah. We'll get into that next week because I I want to get the full story, um, of that. So I was like, I'll do my right. research and yeah, we'll we'll get into that next week and 
have that be a lesson of be careful who you sign up with uh once again um but but also it's like it's not fully on the creators because self-giving apparently just like through like try uh pretending to throw the ball and just hide it behind their back so um from what i heard so it's not it, obviously it's not 100 on the creators like it self-giving was just being shady so um but there, there is a lesson of like well if you find out the company's being shady just go ahead and get out there get it get it get out if, if you can if your contract allows you um but if you don't know you don't know and that's not necessarily on you that's on them um all right so next up in the just don't care so do y'all care do we care about the ufos and surveillance balloons i sure do because <laughs> i'm telling you there been <laughs> one i feel that they, people keep saying ufos and they're like oh it's like y'all realize that like literally anything in the airspace that's unidentified is going to is classified as a ufo like, yeah had they not known what the what what that weather balloon was it yeah been classified as a ufo because that's an unidentified flying object that's the definition of a ufo not like it does not go hand in hand in tangent with aliens yeah no that being said <laughs> they're getting us ready i'm telling you <laughs> they're getting us ready because <laughs> uh to my knowledge they didn't disclose what was recovered in some of the like in three of them i know they disclosed that it was a uh chinese balloon um in that one that was flying over montana um and that's the only one i really heard about and they didn't really disclose anything else about what was recovered uh in the other three or four so um yeah interesting somebody said today it sounds like the country being getting sick against this and balloons popped up hmm, i can see that um yeah <laughs> trails and all um I don't, I'm, I'm, uh, it's one of those things is like, I don't know if I just want to live in ignorant bliss or if I want to know what's actually, what was actually like going on with the floating objects. I want to know <laughs> because one is it's about to be like world war three gonna pop up again because powers are like aligning and then surveillance is starting to come about even though like america pretty much shows their hands period they tell their business way too much they really do <laughs> nothing's a secret <laughs> even when it say a secret somehow it, it still was, gets released right. and i'm just like okay it's classified but yet it's not um, so it's like yeah uh that or if it's truly like the ones that we know that came from other that we that they've said came from other uh, foreign governments like those ones I'm like okay but like what are the other ones yeah what what things did y'all get what <laughs> you just talked about this at work too they asked they're like do you guys believe in ufos i was like yes <laughs> like we're not the only one out of all out of the galaxy out of the universe None. out of all the planets <laughs> 
No, nah, we're definitely not the only ones. It's like, because we got, we got our galaxy, we got our universe, and then we got the theory of the multiverse. So, like... We are a blip. We yeah. are literally the size of the we it, within the universe. We are the, your pinky, and everything else around you, and there's multiple others. Yeah, all over the place because we can't we can't discover all of space. No, we can't. No, we try, but no, we can't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I feel like some people care, and then some people are just like. Eh. Yeah, do they are they bringing the prices of gas down? No, then don't bother me with it. <laughs> is gas going down? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I'm curious to see if we'll learn anything else, but I feel like there I feel like it might be a distraction cycle of something else. Um, so that we don't keep asking, hey, what, what was uh what was recovered from those uh UFOs? about to be a distraction cycle i i would be surprised if yeah they actually answered that question because because what was it tom green even came out with um a video he was like you know that they're like doing all this stuff right now to distract us he's like because like the epstein island stuff is coming out they're like the ufo stuff he's like they're distracting us y'all you realize that right <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, but the funny thing is it's really true like a lot of things will just kind of fly under the radar because other yep. ridiculous stuff will come out and you'd be like when did that when did that information come out and they're like oh like months ago and it's like when and like like oh yeah it was knowledge like no it wasn't <laughs> yeah if people didn't know um yeah epstein island information is coming out <laughs> so that's a thing right now it's coming out uh so yeah interesting interesting can you see what names are gonna pop up um mm-hmm. yeah all right uh next up uh on the just don't care because clearly he he oh uh, this this website is going down and to hell in a handbasket so elon fired a twitter engineer this was like a couple weeks back but i i just had to add it so uh in case y'all didn't hear about the story he fired a twin, twitter engineer because his stats were low his analytics were low. He wasn't getting as much engagement. Um, and apparently, it was true enough sto- story that I saw it in several headlines. And I was just like, "Did he actually do? He actually fired? He actually fired him because his analytics were low." That's. I can't wait till the board of directors <laughs> have their meeting, and they go ahead and use their power to push him out because they're going to say that he's unfit and because like stocks going down and the value of the company is depreciating uh because of his tactics because that's literally how they work in business to where if you're not doing right and if they feel the company is going down because of you they will push you out uh if you don't move out quick enough so yeah take over <laughs> yes Hostile takeover, the hostile takeover. Um, (laughs) right, but Lord, yeah, yeah. Um, thankfully, it it hasn't been a weekly garbage fire or dumpster fire that it it was like when when the takeover first happened. Um, it's still a dumpster fire though. We just get stuff in smaller doses now. Yeah. 
it's funny because Elon to Twitter is what like within his short span of time on Twitter so far was our entire four years with Trump on well he wasn't there on Twitter the whole time but that time that he was on Twitter that is exactly what Elon is doing <laughs> it's just ridiculous it's like every day yeah and then three four years later is like uh it's gonna be we're gonna be so like numb to it is like what are you doing okay oh he ain't burn nothing this time we, we're not in war it is what it is like yeah at least until january 6th happens. but anyway um moving on <laughs> all right we can round up to top it off we got a solid one. Whoop. Clicked on the wrong thing. Got a solid one. Um I mean it it, it happened last week, technically. But uh we round up. So Rihanna performed the Super Bowl halftime and revealed that she was pregnant for the second time. I'm sorry, Jade in the Navy, y'all ain't gonna get an album right now. Um I also I like I just want to say like I'm kind of glad we're in the era of like people didn't necessarily want to just be outright and be like oh she pregnant without being like wait is she pregnant see I don't want to assume but I think she pregnant I, that was just so funny uh like for the past for like an entire hour people like were thinking it didn't necessarily want to assume and then when it came out it was like oh yeah see I knew she was pregnant um. <laughs> But yeah, so um halftime performance was cool, you know. Um it was like I, I liked it, um, but I like a lot of her music. Um the perform the halftime show last year, it still holds a special place in my heart just because that was like more of the music I grew up on, so I was just like, yeah. But yeah, um <laughs> and I was just like I could pretend terrible. I could pretend I was uh living out in Compton, California for a little bit. What? <laughs> I, I still haven't watched the performance. Girl. I'm a whole Navy. I'm, I'm in the Navy. <laughs> I haven't watched it. <laughs> it was. I'm so. And I think it's because I'm so sad and distraught. Oh, you were just sad about the news, so you were like, you didn't want to yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watch it, it's coming to terms that <laughs> it's not happening. So, yeah. <laughs> She's not going to do it like Beyonce, where it's like, hey, here's the album, too. Nah. I love Rihanna, but God, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still pimping answer. Dang. <laughs> Some some of my anti was in the show. <laughs> that helps. Because <laughs> that's the only that's the only newer stuff we got. Other than, <laughs> other than that new song. Oh gosh. Performance was <laughs> I'm gonna keep it but performance was just okay. We really don't care about whether that was a PB bump or just a bad guy. See, I was I was just like, oh, I think she drank something before and got bloated. I was legit just like thinking that. I was like, oh yeah, because my stomach like does that when I when I bloat. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was not thinking baby. I mean, 
Yeah, but she gave she gave everybody hints. She told them when she said she might have somebody perform with her, and then everybody was like, she didn't have a guest performance. Like, yes, she did. The guest is in her stomach. She said she's gonna perform with somebody. She's gonna perform with somebody. I was like, Rihanna, I can't. I love you. I can't stand you. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but um. Oh yeah, no, I don't know if this will be the one I would go back and watch every year. Um, personally, like I like I said, I liked it because I liked the song she did. Um, and I liked the aesthetic of the performance. Um, it, and it was pretty memeable, but um, yeah, cool. I say cool. Um, but I feel like I'm more of a rap fan, rap R and B than than Rihanna's more pop. Um, so that that's probably why for me. But uh yeah, so so the thing about the hint, I didn't realize she there was a hint because I didn't watch her interview. I was like, oh, I should watch her interview. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have been over there guessing the thing is she just had a had like a, a champagne or, or a beer or something. Um that's like a nice little squid game bag of dancers. <laughs> um but yeah, so um yeah, I mean, it didn't. That was like the only thing that had the internet up in arms, and it wasn't really up in arms. It was just like the pregnancy reveal, and everybody was just confused for a good hour before it was actually confirmed. Um, so yeah, uh... yeah people did assume everybody saw that interview. And I was like, I didn't see the. I I I saw it. And I got busy with something else and I was like, oh, I'll watch a clip of it. I never did. And then Super Bowl came. I was like, oh, that's why I should watch the interview. Not Rihanna giving us homework before the, the Super Bowl. I just realized that. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, I got work for it because everybody was like, oh, she's going to announce a tour. She's going to. I was like, no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. Because she's going to announce a tour. She would have been. I was like, no, she's not going to. I was like, if anything, no. No, she might like. She might announce that they're gonna have another Savage Fenty fashion show pop up all of a sudden. Like, yeah, no, yeah, she announced the tour. <laughs> nah, um, well, gotta gotta wait another year or two or three at least for that album. Is that album number six or seven that that we're waiting on? <sighs> so long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we ain't getting no album. She's running a billion dollar, her her billionaire status. <laughs> we ain't getting nothing. No, <laughs> uh, never, never gonna happen. Um, all right, anything else on Rihanna before we uh, move into the messiest messiness as Love is Blind? Because I've been wanting to cover season three. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and talk. Because, yeah. Um, so, so first of all, did you watch all the After the Altar? Yep. All right, cool. Yes. Yes. So, so Love is Blind <laughs> season three. We meant, I think we were going to do this and, uh, had to like postpone the podcast, but now that the After the Altar came out, it was like, oh, we can cover it fully. And I do mean fully, geez, I think our reactions, <laughs> uh, from when we originally scheduled it have since very much change at least on one couple um so love is blind season three i don't know this might have been the death nail for love is blind i think i think nick and vanessa gotta wrap this one up like 
Because I look with Lotus Vine, I thought Messica and Shane and Shayna were just like not well, not much so much Shane, but Shayna mm-hmm. and Messica and um what was Shane's girl's name? I forgot her name. But, uh yeah, her, Natalie and Shake. Natalie and Natalie and Shake. And I thought like those those were like the villains. No. Oh yeah, Natalie don't forget about Jared. And, and Jared, like, but no, all the, all of them fail in comparison. Because season three. This was the <laughs> season the of villain. the true villain of uh SK and uh, uh Zenup was Jesus. Ooh. Oh, and and Barstool. It's just some villains in this season. Oh my gosh, it was oh this ooh, and then even Nancy, she was low key a villain too. She's yeah, she was yeah. I feel like everybody was talking to but Raven. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Raven like was sitting minding her business. Um, Colleen, I want somebody to save her so bad, so bad. <laughs> I'm yeah, that, that that whole relationship just—it's giving red flags. Yes, it's like, giving blink right. twice if you need somebody to come help. It's still blink right. twice. All right, so let's let's start off hit hit the high points of this. So we had SK and Raven. Um, we had Zanab and Cole. We had Colleen and Matt. Um, we had. Nancy and Bartiz, and we had oh Alexa and Brennan. Um, so let's see. The only quote unquote successful, and I say quote unquote successful because they were like still together and still married. Um, by after the altar, and I haven't seen anything about them breaking up. So the only successful couples out of this season were Matt and Colleen, who that's iffy. Um, and Alexa and Brennan, which is just like, Brennan just melted into Alexa, but that's, yes. yeah. I think he, I think he wanted to be married. Yes. I think he found somebody who also wanted to be married. I think they do love each other, but I think they also wanted to be married. Yes. And they just happened to find the other person who they actually meshed with. Yeah. That wanted to be married and she... That is the type of woman he went for. Not in a bad way, but like that is what he wanted. If, that is what she wanted. And you could tell that that is the relationship they both wanted and got. If he like it, I love it. Um Yep. So um but yeah, so Alexa and Brennan, like they were they they were basically the I can't I can't honestly call them couple go, couple goals because I didn't see them as couple goals because like I said Brandon just looked like he melted into Alexa and very much became a wee which is like yeah we should you should become a wee but also Brandon come on man um that was fine um but um but they were like the couple goals of uh the season they they had a fairly solid relationship all throughout the season. They were the ones that hosted the party because, you know, in the after the altar, uh, one couple tends to host the party. Uh, it tends to be the uh, couple that's like the most successful. So Alexa and Brennan hosted um, for Alexa's birthday, I think. Um, Matt and Colleen, the other successful couple. Matt was hurt and traumatized because his ex cheated on him and he carried that all the way into this season of Love is Blind. And 
Yeah. Um, and also producers were kind kind of wrong for Brandon Colleen is just a ballet dancer. Um and I, I mean, like what else do we know about her? I, I don't know if that was all she put on her form or not though, because like in the <laughs> in the first epilogue or the first like reunion episode, Matt was like, Well no, she she gets up at like six in the morning and she does this and she has a whole job and she does this for her office and she uh, keeps up with her socials and she does ballet on top of all that so she's not just a ballet dancer i'm just like okay we didn't know all this so correct <laughs> i was like producers y'all did colleen dirty um but uh so yeah though they were the other successful couple but yeah matt matt still gotta work on his trauma um because he just wanted to run whenever colleen came in late or oh the whole cole flirting with colleen because because colleen originally originally wanted to be with cole but cole was like i can't take you seriously um and And cole saw colleen yeah you're my type yeah and shouldn't have said that out loud but it is what it is um and then the other couple so i'll i'll start with I'll start with least mess to most mess. So, um, that would be, dang, that would be Nancy and Bartise with least mess out of the three. So Nancy and Barstool, Barstool, Barstool is just Andrew Tate Jr. Honestly, that's the best way I can brand it. Like, (laughs) he even sounded like him. (laughs) Like looking away from the screen while we were watching it, I was doing something and he was talking and I was like, why'd you flip to Andrew Tate? I was like, oh, that's Barstool. Why does he? Why does his cadence sound the same? Um. So Barstool was Andrew Tate Jr. and very superficial, which we kind of picked up on anyway, because Barstool originally wanted he was connected with Raven. Um, but Raven had this quirk, or I don't know if it was a nervous habit or a quirk, but um, when she like, I could tell when she like disassociates or like um, just wasn't all there. She started exercising. I think he was like spilling out his feelings, but he wasn't proposing. He was just spilling out his feelings. And um, he could tell she was like exercising in the next room and he got mad. Um, and then they broke up. Uh, and then he went for Nancy. So, um, Nancy and Barstool. Yeah. Uh, Barstool were really superficial. Um, Nancy deserved better, but she didn't know that. Uh, but her family was down to do whatever and I appreciated that of them. Um, <laughs> Um, and the most annoying thing was like, Bar- like the real- only reason Barstool like kept up with the optics, I feel like was because he realized how much Nancy, how successful Nancy was and how much she brought home with her businesses. Here's the thing, because I don't think after watching the after the altar stuff and then like when so when Nancy and Baby Bob like actually went and had their conversation mm-hmm. and then she's like like you went and opened stuff up to go and talk and all this and you're like but I didn't tell my family I didn't do this and like da, da, da. and I'm like he's like I told my family we're going to meet like and I was like oh I see I see this I see this part Nancy you get with your girls and like your your, your, your people and be like F Baby Bob Mm, yep but then you went and had a whole conversation with him and then i feel like feelings weren't reciprocated still 
No, so they weren't. They asked them at the party, and they were like, "Well, did you specifically tell her like I'm not trying to rekindle anything?" He's like, "No, but I thought that should be understood." They're it's like, like, "No, no, you, no, you gotta her tell her." That sounds. That sounded like somebody was like, somebody was having pillow talk with their wife, and they're like, you know, they met up and was talking and da 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 da, and uh, and then so he's telling his boys like, "Yeah, we met up and yada, yada we just cut shit," and and then so somebody might have still been feeling baby bop and then it got out too they're like, like hey bruh <laughs> tell her that this is this ain't a thing nothing's going to happen and then now you're mad all over again and it's like like i was like because for her to get upset again after y'all had your whole thing and you're like nope we had a conversation like we're good we left it I was like we're okay um so no nah, i never believe that from i never believe that but um <laughs> but baby bop still got on my nerves yeah oh yeah because he was like comparing her to raven and all that and he was like yeah i saw raven i actually saw raven she's actually a smokehouse it it was just like it was one of those like how would you say that to me (laughs) knowing that you technically dated her like why and i'm sitting right here it is so you could you i felt bad for her in that moment because her face dropped on camera you could see it and like as a woman i was watching it and i was like oh i see that shift like she was smiling but you could tell it was like it went from like a hey, yeah like, yeah well you could tell when a, a smile falters and it's like oh and she still said i do <laughs> i was so bad i was just like no, no he's yeah, yeah yeah she said i do he, yeah because they went to her first yeah, yeah. I was on her family side. I ain't gonna hold you. It's like, was it was it in good form? I don't know. Maybe not. But I was on I was on their side. I want I wanted I wanted both to be thrown. Um. But also, she still had a lot of deep connections with her ex. Mm, yeah. When you didn't, that's a big major thing to be um, like when you're financially entangled with somebody still, and if you didn't tell like at this point like y'all were engaged and like you're getting ready to get married and you still didn't say like until he came to your property and you're like yeah so we actually do own this together and we own that one together and we own that one together that would have i thought that would have came up at the honeymoon being like hey so like this is this is time to explain things about ourselves and like yeah like really talk about stuff um and you were still like yeah well i mean it did come up and i guess like you know producers had to cut for um you know reasons and entertainment reasons and all that so it came up and i could see where barstool was kind of wavering because he was like mm, you're still with your ex like that like financially entangled but the thing that got me was like then he realized how much she got from the businesses and he was like oh that's our money now i couldn't get over that um like having a kid with somebody and then you waiting until like after you propose and all that and be like oh yeah so by the way by the way here's my kid that i had with somebody yeah. else <laughs> like wait what <laughs> shouldn't this have been a conversation already 
Shouldn't we have our yeah. Um, but yeah, they the to to bring to I guess pare it down. Barstool was a mini Andrew Tate, and Nancy just wanted to cling on all the way through after the altar. Um, but um, it was kind of like they're kind of like run of the mill compared to the the other two. Um, all right, so who we want to talk about next? Colin Zaneb or SK Raven? I feel like SK Raven got the most because okay, so we'll we'll go with Colin Zaneb. So Colin Zaneb, so Cole, like I said before, was there, Cole was originally talking to Colleen, but he just felt that Colleen wasn't like taking it seriously enough for him. Um and uh so Cole also connected with Zanab and uh ended up they ended up uh you know being the ones who were engaged. Um I think also I think some of that also was like kind of religious because I don't know if Colleen was really religious. I know Cole and Zanab were really into Jesus. So um their words, not mine. Um so um but yeah, so with Cole and Zanab, um so it, like Jay said, Cole, so Cole was like, Colleen, you're not for me. And then he saw Colleen and he was like, oh, you're actually my type. And he actually said that out loud, which is why Colleen and Matt had their issues. But also Cole and Zanab had their issues because of that. Um, and again, he wasn't necessarily right in saying it, although he did in a way he actually said it in a better way than Barso did. Um, cause, right, cause it wasn't like a, like. I'm gonna leave her for you, and he was just like, yeah, because like, he said in the pause, like how she was and how she portrayed herself. He was like, mm, I'm looking for something serious, and right? Seem like a serious person, but then when he saw her, he's like, like, oh well, like physically, yeah, you're what I would go for. Like that would be like you're my usual type, because this, but this is what the whole experiment is about. Is about like not seeing people, so then you might end up with somebody be like, oh, I usually not, maybe I would not have gone for you, yeah, but like we connect on everything else like oh so you can't always trust your eyes yeah so he's like, like so had he seen her in a bar yeah he had been like oh yeah cool but then go down line like, eh, right, yeah um <laughs> and he he basically said all that uh in so many words uh when talking with Zanab but Zanab kind of pushed it and she was like well if you were to rate uh rate all the women um you know in our group and he was like, well, Colleen's a 10. And she was like, well, what about me? And he was like, well, this is where he probably should have said, you're a 10 as well, or I don't feel comfortable doing this anymore. Um, but he was like, you're a, lot, you're a nine, uh, which I was like, okay, I'm not for, I'm not totally for objectifying, but I mean, that's still good. But um, so Zanap didn't let go of that, along with other things. Um, she 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 had a she had like a host of trauma that like she did not fully work through um and it was like very obvious um and yeah so it was just a lot of back and forth and passive aggressiveness with Colin's and Nap like the entire way through um and then it kind of culminated when basically the the main things Cole kept saying was like why can't you just be nice or just be sweet um, and Zanab was like, I am, but like when you kind of look back and watch it, it's like you kind of passive aggressive and you kind of like making fun of his cooking and telling him he can't see season. Um, <laughs> which is like it's funny on the outside, but it's like I, I feel like a partner would be really hurt if you told him 
like meat cook you don't know how to cook chicken um so i was like i could understand why cole felt that way so um yeah so they ended up having a big argument what was it the night before the wedding or two night a couple nights before the wedding yeah uh, yeah um and she basically walked out on him because he he had asked her are you bipolar and it was one of those like I, at first i didn't know if he was being snarky or like he was legit asking um and i think it was like he might have been legit asking but she walked out on him but then came back um then when it didn't came um i had a feeling they were either just gonna be grudgingly say yes or one of them was gonna say no, but I thought Cole was gonna say no. So yeah, I always thought he was gonna say yes, just because he seemed very into her. He wasn't like like a no. Nah. And yeah. like he was genuinely trying with her. And that's the tricky part. Like you could tell he was trying. He was trying to he, like he was be an adult. Yeah. And try to grow up yeah. and like have an actual adult relationship. You could tell. Like, yeah. So I, th- I thought they were gonna say yes and break up later. Um, or like I said, I thought he was gonna be like, no, I don't think we're ready, but I still wanna date you. I think I thought he was gonna go that route. So, um, but I think they went to Zanap first. So he didn't even have a chance to say what he wanted, right? Um, yeah, cause when he's, cause he, he like whispered like, oh, I just wanna kiss you. I was like, oh, he, he would say yes anyway. So, um then i thought okay so zanette might actually say yes and then she took a deep breath and did this whole dramatic speech of how horrible cole was to her um not that he was a horrible person her words not that he was a horrible person but he just did these horrible things to her and for that reason she couldn't marry him so he she just like read him in front of all his family and friends um and then walked out um and not yeah and not uh oh yeah and her bridesmaids clapped um but she yeah she said it wasn't premeditated that oh this wasn't planned it wasn't planned but you you it seemed like you took a a, a deep breath and a, and a bow after um mm-hmm. yeah i was like it was, that was a lot of word spill to for it to not be planned because yeah um i don't know when i get ready to read somebody i do pull up the receipts and just be like okay i'm gonna say this and this and this um i can read you on the spot but right. also but also i know i'm about to read you I'm, I'm gonna have it ready i've had this queued up in my mind so yeah so and before the wedding she kept like uh saying like i feel sick i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up and i was like maybe she'll say no but then when it happened, I was like, oh, that's that's why you felt so nervous, because you want to make sure you got your speech right. All right, cool. So in the in the first post episode reunion. Oh, my bad. My bad. Well, yeah, we'll just go for first post episode. First post episode reunion. We're going to skip it and then go back to SK. Um, so um, they they kind of rehashed the whole colons and ab and basically Vanessa was like, what the hell happened? Um and you know Zanab got all the women on her side basically um and they were helping her rehash like how horrible Cole was and saying he was body shaming her and all that and um they were like well you know it was just a it was a tangerine scene it was with the cuties and 
Um, and that's that they really harped on they harped on two things: the cuties and the bachelor party, where Cole allegedly made out with another woman. Which I I still feel like he was just saying. He, if he said that, it was because he was being drunk and passive aggressive, but he didn't mean it. But also, when he even asked, he was like, "How could I be?" He's like, "I was literally with all the guys." And, and, then they, and then nobody wanted to fess nobody up. Nobody backed them up. Like, because they were all quiet. Because, like, of course, they're going to side with their women. Because they were like, he was like, we were with each other the whole time. And it was like, well, until we went home. He's like, right. you got your, your Uber and I got in mine. Right. Because technically, at that time, the only single men were uh, Barstool and Cole. And everybody else was either married or dating. Um, so no, that was at the bachelor party when he's supposed to, he supposedly hooked oh, oh no 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 the, I'm saying on the reunion show. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's Thanks. yeah so they left him out to they left Cole out to dry unfortunately. Um, I'm team I'm very team Cole. I'm, nobody knew. <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm team I'm team Cole on on that because I was just like. I feel like I still feel like that was made up, but back to the cutie scene. So, um, basically, Zanel was saying Cole was uh body shaming her, making fun of her for um, well, body shaming her um for overeating um and like eating too many cuties or something. Um, so the producers found the tape, found the clip of said cutie scene, and all it boiled down to was like. Cole was like, are you eating two, are you, oh, you're eating two cuties, and that was like, that's a serving, and Cole was like, well, we're about to um, have a big old dinner, so like, you know, I don't want you to be too full, um, and he was like, I didn't even know you were hungry, uh, we had poke earlier today, and I offered you my poke bowl, and you didn't eat it, and she was like, uh-huh, and that was it, that was the scene. <laughs> and in her mind, she still said... He was shaming her. He was shaming. Like, that's not how that went. I was like, that's that's that wasn't shaming. I was like, I know what right. shaming looks like, and I was like, that's not shaming. Because <laughs> like when somebody even goes, I, he's like, I asked you earlier if you want some of this, and I can make you one. I didn't want that. Because that's act- and that's actually a fairly normal thing to ask somebody before you're about to go out to dinner. Yeah. And be like, hey, we're going to go eat to this restaurant. Like, like if we were about to go to Korean barbecue. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, M goes to grab something. I'm like, well, we're about to go eat. Right. It's going to be a lot of food. So you might not want to eat that. Right. And it's like, oh, well, I haven't had anything all day. Well, how come? Because earlier when I had lunch, I-, I-, I said, you want me to pick you up something? But you said no. It's like, so you might not want that right now. I know you're hungry now, but you might right. not want that because we're about to go eat. That's that's how that boiled down. And to me, that's how that whole thing played out. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. Um that that was that was a scene. I felt so bad for Cole in that first ep- post episode because it was like, y'all just really wore this man down and I wanted all that fire to be on Barstool, but it was it was like all all of that fire y'all had directed at Cole. It was like y'all could have like legitimately directed at Barstool or Matt for that matter, because Matt had a few moments that I was just like, hmm. Um Yeah, so uh Yeah, so that that happened and then after the altar oh wait, sorry, SK Raven. So SK Raven um sk sk came off as like really cerebral 
um like you know not here like you know he'll say he'll find you physically attractive but say he's you know for the mental say uh whether he's mentally attracted to you or prefers being mentally attracted um so sk was really into raven and he got raven to feel comfortable and to open up um and raven was the type i feel like a lot of people didn't like raven at first because like they expected her to be like really vain um but i was just like oh no raven probably just like gets a lot of attention that she doesn't want from vain guys and is like it gets tiring so she probably just like shuts down um and that's what happened um so sk got her open up it was a whole cute thing um she had to work through the being attracted to him and all that but you know they got there um but, oh and sk being nigerian um came from a very traditional background so like his uh mom and sister i believe or mom and aunt when they were going dress shopping were like preparing raven being like well you gotta be sure you know he has a plate uh he comes home to a full plate uh be sure you know how to cook his favorite meals yada yada and sk i mean not sk and raven was kind of looking like i i don't know if i'm for that um but um but there was also the issue of uh, SK going to school out in California. The show was filmed in Dallas. So SK was going to school in California. Um, Raven was like, I don't know if I want to do long distance, but also like, can you help me pay my rent? Um, and the, it was, it was, that was kind of a thing that they kind of went back and forth and didn't necessarily revisit. Like it was like a couple of conversations we saw and then we didn't know the resolution until at the altar um so the wedding day comes and sk said raven said no dang who did they go to first so they did go to raven first so raven said yes and sk said no and i was i was expecting both yeses uh and they were gonna work through it but sk said no because he was like it's not the right time apparently it was never the right time but uh more on that in a minute um so um however they got back together um at the first post reunion show got back together so they were dating they were doing the long distance thing um and taking trips out to to uh visit each other and stuff so they were dating um but yeah and uh stuff happened um what, what are you about to say though i feel like you were gonna add it too oh no i have to wait till we get to the next part because something just dawned on me about sk oh okay so after the so after the altar episodes aired last week um so it was only like three episodes but um kind of like run the mill just bringing in everybody's meeting for alexa's birthday um at the end alexa and brennan we're gonna we're talking about starting a family um they're still happy in their own way um matt and colleen or oh matt and colleen so Matt and Colleen were living separately, still living separately because Colleen had roommates, didn't want to leave them out to dry. Um, and then the issue of the dog also came up where Matt's dog got romantical with Colleen's leg. Um, and she didn't want to just sleep in the same bed because Matt would let the dog sleep in the same bed, but apparently the dog wasn't fixed, which was why uh, it wanted to romance on Colleen's leg. Um and she 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 got tired of that so yeah she didn't want to move in until that dog was out um or was fixed one or the other um that was like i, I don't know if she explicitly said the dog wasn't fixed but i was like if the dog is something mm-hmm. you're 
It's so he says he needs to be fixed. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember, but I was like, because I was definitely like, well, if he's something you're like, he's definitely not fixed. But yeah. So for whatever reason, Matt won't fix his dog, which is like the most basic thing you can do for a pet. Um, but anyway, if you're especially if you're not like in the breeding business, but um, they were still living separately by the after the altar, which I think was like a year after um their initial love was blind. So still living separately. Um, and yeah, and then like we kind of alluded to earlier, Nancy and still was still talking and Nancy thought there was something there and clearly it wasn't to everybody else but her and then Colin is a nab they I mean they had they had some form of closure if you want to call it that um Zanab went to therapy that's so good for her but also I was like is there any accountability for what you did and or said and or thought I just I just needed that, but I was like, but therapy is about accountability too. <laughs> um but yeah, so um so they they had the the they had closure in yeah, they had closure. Uh that's about the most I can say. And SK Raven, so they were still dating at the time of the that after the altar was filmed, he actually, SK actually planned to propose to Raven, did a whole proposal thing, had that filmed. Um, and then the end credits, like right before the end credits, the producers had a slide and know it was like the engagement ended like a few months later, uh, with SK and Raven. So, um, and Jay's gonna tell us why, because I, I, whew, um, I'm gonna take a water break, but, uh, <laughs> Just messy. So basically what had happened was after the filming, um, after the season after the original season ended and all that, uh, they were Raven like had them on her social media and everything. Nobody knew that they were engaged because like it was just like she was doing TikToks about him and all that stuff, like everything was normal. And then all of a sudden this woman came out the woodwork and like posted receipts about how her and SK were going on vacations and her and SK were together and her and SK and it was like um so SK had a whole side girl so what had happened was <laughs> before he went on the show he was with this other woman when he went on the show because she found out he was going on the show and he told her it's not actually serious or anything like that so she assumed that after he was on the show, like just to get on TV, that like, oh, you're gonna do this and then come home. Like y'all not gonna get married because this is what he's telling her. Like we're actually not gonna get married. We're not gonna do all this stuff. Um, so like, okay, well I'm gonna come back to you. Well, he comes back, got a whole fiance, <laughs> meeting the family, all that, all that business. But then while he's juggling this relationship, he is also juggling this other woman when he's supposed to be in school when he's supposed to be in school he's with this side chick well now she's not technically raven's the top side chick yeah because because the, uh, the, the random woman was first technically correct she and she kept coming back into play um so yeah so he was with her um and then so she because he wouldn't they said like he would no longer like return her calls so she just went ahead and went public 
tried to allegedly extort him for money uh, to take the TikToks down. Uh, and at the time, still, like, even when the TikToks happened, at first, Raven was standing beside him. Like, the initial statement, they were like, oh, no, they're going to take legal matters into it. And then all of a sudden, everybody got quiet. And didn't nobody say nothing. And then she come out and, like, she deleted it all her Because I, I remember I was watching it in real, I think we were watching it in real time when it happened. Because I remember texting about it. And it was, like, all of a sudden, like, videos and things like that, like, Instagram posts. Mm, yep. <laughs> And whole, like, whole grid gone gone and they was like oh they're not together no more so then when after the altar came out of course they've already filmed this so um after it ended they added the scenes because it ended on the them two getting engaged and they're like oh a couple months later it did they did they are no longer together <laughs> and then she's like sitting on her couch just talking about it like like yeah it's like yeah because he he was cheating he had a whole he had a whole girl uh, making promises to her. But here's my thing that I just came to this realization. SK's uh, father is um, polygamist. Yeah. And remember SK mentioned that he was like, oh, my dad's polygamist, but I'm not into that. He says that. He said that. Yet. <laughs> you have these multiple women that obviously you were supporting because you were going on vac- double mm-hmm. vacations back to you were going on vacations back to back so you had ample money to support these women now there's nothing wrong if you wanted to practice polygamy you want to pra- practice um polyandry which is when woman with multiple uh multiple men multiple husbands uh, if you want to practice uh, polyamory like cool it's works works for you What's not cool is pretending that that's not what you want and still doing it and going out and cheating. Like doing this monogamous front. Right? Like, obviously, you don't want to be monogamous. Yeah. So just say that. And you could probably find, you not probably, you will find women who are going to be fine with that. Especially if you want it to be like to where you just have multiple women and like like they're like essentially like your cousin in America is illegal um polygamy is illegal in America you can't marry multiple women but it could be like a sister wife situation there are women who are down for that who want mm-hmm. that type who want that type of relationship that's all you gotta do that's all you gotta do and I just dawned on me like oh maybe you really SK maybe you have more of your father in you than you know <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, just saying. Uh, and you're like, like, oh no, I'm not about that. Like, but well, clearly. Uh, so yeah, I just yeah. Yeah. So, SK is big dirt bag, and then he tried to go to the producers when the show came out, before the show came out, to get them to cut the scene of the um, engagement, so that way people wouldn't know that they got engaged again. So further solidified your dirt bag status. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, when season three started, I did not have SK being the villain on my bingo card. Correct. That was not a part of the plan. I was like, oh, she didn't find her African man. He about to take care of her. She about to do all this stuff. And she's been changing for her and him. She's like, I'm a cook. Right. Such an American girl. She, she was like, she was very American, very of this generation. Like correct. <laughs> 
and she was like, I'm going to do it for you. I'm like, okay, look at you standing beside your man. And he was like, I'm going to do this for you. Yes. And, and then here he come with that mess. Man. Man. Yeah, so. So the, the, the apparently, so at first it looked like the biggest villain of the show was the nap. Um, cause, cause everybody was trying to say, oh, you're trying to have your deep D moment. Um, oh, I forgot about the whole thing where she did the apology, non apology on Instagram. Um, where, where she was like, well, I didn't know deep, deep D did a whole thing. Cause our, uh, our wedding was a month after and yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what a lot of people don't realize that like those seasons were even though they came out uh, far apart in timeline, like in real world time, they were actually weren't far apart. They were yeah, like, like a month or two apart. Yeah, like, it's just that way they filmed at the same time. They came out different times. Right. So, um, <laughs> not fine. Maybe you're really hit as, but also yeah, it's true. Um. So, um, you know, Zanette came out with her apology, non-apology when the first reunion episode, uh, at the end of the season, um, had aired and, uh, everybody was like, damn, damn, Cole, we're sorry, Cole. Um, and everybody was like kind of side-eyeing Zanette and that's when she did it. Um, so yeah, this whole time everybody thought Zanette was the villain of the season, um, because of that whole whole thing where, you know, like she, uh, well, she, she was basically gaslighting him, but in her head, she was not. Um, so, um, but yeah, so Zanab looked like the villain until this whole SK mess, like, kicked off. Um, so now the, uh, Trending hashtag, at least in the Love is Blind universe, I'm sure is a uh, fuck SK. Um, cause Jesus, uh, yeah, he just, he, oof. I, I, I feel, I feel bad in the sense of like, dang, Raven is not an open person. And she actually, you actually got her to open up to you and you did all this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so instead of a Love is Blind season four, they actually um, showcase a trailer for the perfect, was it perfect match? Um, which is uh, out now, actually on Netflix. First part of the season's out now. It's all the rejects from, uh, not the rejects, but the rejects. Basically the rejects from previous uh, seasons of Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, The Circle, and some other Netflix produced shows. Apparently they all ran through the same company, which actually does not surprise me because they kind of did have that same format. Um, so T for that, uh, if you remember um the whole Francesca, Damien, uh, Gigi uh yeah. drama um that happened at there after the altar. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, so um so Francesca from Too Hot to Handle um she originally was with this guy from Australia. Clearly they didn't work out. She was talking to Damien, Gigi found out that they broke up. Um so fast forward to today basically when um Perfect Match is airing, Francesca's back. Uh and she picked uh Damien to be her 
uh date slash match uh next date slash match on uh this episode but it's not airing till next week i think or later this week um and barstool is uh supposed to be coming in later this week as well um but yeah so i don't know if there's gonna be a love is blind season four i actually haven't like i hope so <laughs> i haven't checked google i've been here for the drama because because first it was chicago then atlanta or vice versa no, it was atlanta and it was chicago. atlanta okay atlanta then chicago then dallas what we got next i wonder oh they should do la <laughs> Oh God, no! No! Oh Lord, that'd be terrible. <laughs> they would have to have a lot of people. Um, they would need to make sure that there's a lot of diversity. Yeah. City, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Maybe DC or New York. And then yeah, I can see that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would be funny if it was New Yorkers because that they, they, they <laughs> <laughs> please do New York. Please do New York. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. Because the way that it, relationships will end because they'd be like, "What part you live in?" I live in uh, Brooklyn. It'd be like, mm, <laughs> "Dang, I live in Manhattan." You'd be like, "Nope, <laughs> too far for me." <laughs> is it really too far? Is that is New York that big a state? So like it's small, but also everything is. So when you're traveling by subway, <laughs> oh well, things too. So like I like when um in the Discord when they keep telling me like I'll oh, go over here and I'm like that's in Brooklyn, and I when I'm up there and I'm like no like y'all like I stay close like I'm where where I'm at is closer to Manhattan, and um so going to brooklyn is a couple train rides i was like that's not like a it, it's not like a minute ride it was like yeah oh, like no it's gonna take me an hour hour and some change to get over to where like like the pizza place there i was like i'm not going all the way to brooklyn for some pizza when there's some pizza right here nah. <laughs> <laughs> everything is a like a train ride like when we went to queens i was like oh snap huh oh <laughs> Okay, so it's kind of built more like Europe where you got to take trains, multiple trains to places, gotcha. Correct. Correct. Okay. That's why I don't like, yeah. Like, if I want to go to Times Square, it's a straight, it's a straight, just one train. But certain places, like, you'd be like, oh, you got to take one train to switch it to go to another train. Yep. Take that the rest of the way. And, like, I don't want to be, like, on over the bridge somewhere else. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah, Okay. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be true. I was like, you could be in the same state and still be in a long distance relationship. Because <laughs> you're still an hour or two away from somebody in the same state. <laughs> yeah. And Ubers are expensive. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, even leaving from, if you leave from the airport, I fly into LaGuardia, I could take the bus and the train. To get to his place, and it's only going to cost you two dollars and fifty cents. Or I just go ahead and get an Uber, and it's usually about like forty bucks. Wow, it's like yeah, it's expensive. 
that all that to say is like yeah love is blind new york will be hilarious because all the <laughs> attitudes that will come out of it because even when you're not from new york but like the longer people live there the more they adapt to the new york state of mind yeah and i go there enough to where like i for some reason once i get there like my mentality switches and i'm like yeah like certain things i'm like yeah i just keep rolling like <laughs> I put, i'm on my business all of a sudden there is no like stopping to talk to people or smiling at people Mm-mm, nope i didn't mind my business I'd be walking with a sense of purpose. <laughs> it is similar to DC like, in that regard, yeah. So, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah. It, it would be real interesting. It'd be real, real funny. So I want that to happen. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. So Love Is Blind New York. At this point, it probably had to be Love Is Blind Manhattan or Love Is Blind Blind Brooklyn. From how you describe it, it'd still be funny though. Uh, like, it would be people from New York, but it'd just be like, like what area are you from? Because <laughs> if the one in general, when they say New York, they mean Manhattan. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's like, yeah. So they'd be like, love is fine. New York, that just means low key Manhattan. Because <laughs> um, you're talking like the city. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that would be mainly it. Like, but it could be people from different areas because you're not going to get people who like live in upstate New York like that would be weird yeah that, that would definitely not work you'd be like what part do you live I live like, be like I live in Yonkers like nah <laughs> like, I live in Buffalo New York like that would not make sense so it would be like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, all right anything else before we close out um who is it Alec Alec whichever Baldwin who was who was getting charged. one of his charges yeah Alec one of his charges got dropped um oh interesting dropped yep so even if he's convicted he won't serve like jail time yeah since it's uh, the gun charge is gone now I guess that kind of makes sense because like he didn't know it was loaded and it I mean everybody should have checked it job to know right somebody before him should have checked it and he was supposed to use it as he did as a prop so like i i, I understand that yeah i was like yeah because only unless it was very nefarious and like I, right i'm knowingly gonna switch this out with a loaded real loaded weapon right yeah but it's not your job to know the difference between the fake and a and a real and to just trust that whoever's job it is the prop masters to hand you it and be like here's your prop gun right and it's like okay bang and like like you should be able to still like it's not a it's not supposed to be a loaded weapon right so right it's like handing somebody a prop knife and accidentally handing them a real one so when they're playing around with it it's like oh i accidentally actually stabbed you and it's like well, yeah why would you give me a real one <laughs> so yeah yeah um but yeah, so that 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 definitely makes sense. Um, I'm not I'm not necessarily mad at that, but um, because like I said, it was like the the people, uh, people who were handling the props and um controlling the set were the ones who were supposed to like do the checking, not necessarily Alec, even though Alec could have checked it, but that wasn't his job. So, all right, um, all right, y'all. Uh, I think that is it for this week. We'll be back next Monday. Um, this Monday's our new day now. I think that'll work better though, because we can collect all the stuff from 
throughout the weekend. Yeah, like, yeah, like the whole weekend compiled. Yeah. So, um, but we will see y'all later. Uh, appreciate y'all coming out to another episode of the Embassy Talks podcast. We'll be back next Monday. Um, and I guess the posting schedule, I gotta work that in my content calendar. Posting schedule for the podcast on all uh, podcast listening platforms. I will try my darndest to upload it every Wednesday or upload it by every Wednesday so that the episode will release Wednesday. Um, so yeah don't hold me to that um if i skip weeks it did it, it, it just yeah <laughs> just understand it was busy